it's not illegal to flirt with goats. Michael, you considering of all the ways we could start this podcast, why would you choose that? Were you considering flirting with goats, Michael? Uh, um, it if, seems Michael Lamb has watched the trailer for the new A24 film Lamb one too many times for this to be on his mind. If you cut the head off of a chicken, it can run around for a little bit. But if you cut off its legs, it cannot. Your FBI agent must be like, what the hell? Right now? <laughs> anyway, so, Michael, why don't you just tell us what we're doing right now? Um, let's see. We're in the Fairview Sound studio, and we're here to record an introduction to the Jackson Film Club mm-hmm. as for launching our new podcast. That's our new podcast you, called the Jackson Film and Club Sam Podcast. And Jack and Brennan, uh, we're all in the same room together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brennan, um, our awesome producer. Yeah, Brennan, Brennan's the man behind the curtain. Yeah. So, uh, I guess we should go through and do a little very brief introduction for each of us. Uh, I'll start. I am Sam. Uh, I recently joined the film club. Fun fact, uh, Michael and I, despite starting a podcast together, I've only known him for two months. Uh, so, this is going to be a fun dynamic. Uh, Jack, I've known you for maybe an hour. So this will be this will be a fun thing to look back on. But oh, yeah. uh, I am currently enrolled in school. I'm a college student. Uh, I go to college right down the road, and I am a film major. So I'm a filmmaker. I'm a wannabe filmmaker. Um, been interested in film my entire life. Uh, I'm sure we will reference it many times. But the inception of this came from watching Lord of the Rings behind the scenes as a kid. And that sparked it all. So that's me. And how many movies have you logged on Letterboxd? (sighs) (sighs) Michael is a Letterboxd fiend, as we will soon find out. Uh, I just cracked 800, Michael. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. Uh, I myself just beat 600 uh, about a month ago. So, Michael, you attempted to flex on somebody and got flexed on. Well, let's just be clear. He's going to crack 800 by the end of October. So <laughs> let's just go ahead and move on to who are you, Michael? It, do you know how to do math, bud? Actually, let's go ahead and go to Jack because, Michael, yours is probably going to be longer. Jack, uh, yeah, gonna tell us long. about yourself. Well, shoot. I'm uh, Jack Mazza. I am a film club newbie. Uh, I'm not super into film, but I enjoy watching movies. Uh, you guys probably know a lot more than I do, but I uh, just... Enjoy doing the film club, make it when I can, and trying to host a couple events, and we'll uh, see where it goes. Um, I've tried to get some nice stereo sound and a decent TV at my place so I can enjoy some film watching. Uh, Michael, you've you've been there. What do you think? Uh, the 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 sound, you know, I'm I'm a little bit of an audiophile. It's uh, so there, there's room for improvement there, but you've got great visuals. Agreed, right? and that's also just as important. It's you know fifty fifty there. Awesome. Well, that's a little about me, Michael. What about you? Sorry, hang on. Before we continue, I just want to take a second to roast Michael because he just called himself an audiophile, oh and I've gosh. watched several films with his uh, quote unquote <laughs> soundbar, and it sounds like. As soon as the volume gets above speaking tones, it kind of just sounds like a bunch of bees buzzing around. Um, Watching The Sound of Metal, which is a very big uh, sound-driven film. Mm -hmm. I feel like uh, 
maybe your audio file senses should have kicked in and we should have maybe watched it at my house or something. Oh, dang. Uh, okay. Throwing well, it to you, Michael. Th- <laughs> thanks for the invite there. Um, sweet. Get a new sound. So <clears throat> I've got really nice speakers uh, somewhere else in my house. They go to another school. <laughs> Honestly, probably worth dusting Did they forget out. to show up that day? Uh, Jack, what was the first film club event that you came to? I think it was Alien. Alien. Okay, that was yeah. in July, yeah. Yeah. yeah that, was a, that was a fun one. That was hosted by our friends Ben and Elizabeth Wilson. Uh, that was a fun one. All right. So I guess I, I'll talk now. Uh, my name is Michael Lamb. Uh, I originally started the Jackson Film Club with Matthew Lewis and Mary Heath. Uh, Mary is still around Jackson. Uh, she's not on the podcast because she isn't really interested in it. Uh, her, her, her talents and skills uh, uh, serve the club in other ways. Her loss, though. Uh, well, our loss. You know, but you know, one one day she'll 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 be on the on the pod. Uh, she'll, Don't she'll call it the pod. Guys. This is our first episode. You can't call it the pod yet. <laughs> you know, the cool kids call it the pod. Whatever. We're gonna go hang out. At, record at, a pod. At, we're gonna go record a pod at the View. You know. And everybody yeah. looks at you like, "What?" I hate that I said that. Let's start calling you Mike. <laughs> all right. <laughs> You, you can you can edit all this out, right? All right, thank you, thank you. Um, all right, so it was me, Mary Matthew. Our first event was uh, Boys State. It was November 2020. We invited three people, and only two showed up. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely brutal. One was a Republican, and the other was a Democrat. So that that was fun because it was a movie about film is all about discourse. Uh, about it's great splitting 1,200 boys into two different parties. Uh, you guys have heard of this film? Is I've heard of it. I have not seen it. I was, I've to this day, I'm still confused as to whether it's a documentary or an actual movie. Uh, I, I believe that the events are real, but it's not but a it's, documentary. It's told in narrative form. Okay. So they follow characters and, and it's fun. I mean, it's, it's a 24, is it distributed on Apple TV Plus, I guess? Yeah, probably. So there's that. Uh, I'm not trying to advertise for them. No, but I was just, say, we will probably just, talk about just where you get it. a lot on this podcast. So that was our first event. Uh, we, we've held a number of events, both in people's homes and uh, by booking private screenings in theaters. Our uh, primary interface with the public is is hosting these events once a month, and uh, if you are ever interested in finding out when those events happen, follow us on Instagram uh, at Jackson Film Club. That's uh, at JXN Film Club, or sign up for our mailing list. Uh, our website is jxnfilm.club. Um, or you can listen to this podcast because we'll definitely be talking about our events there too. Yeah. I guess that's a good way to transition with what our plans are for the podcast. Um, so I guess the plan is that it's going to be just three and counting Brennan, four good boys, just chilling in a room talking about movies. Uh, I know that we would like to um, have guests on and talk about their top 20 favorite films and maybe talk about why they like those movies, maybe how they've shaped them. If they're those kinds of films, um, I know we'll be talking about 
I'm sure there are some new releases that we'll talk about. Again, we mentioned A24. Um, always fun to talk about a new A24 movie. I know we've talked about The Green Knight a lot, um, and that just came out a couple months ago. So, Yeah, that was actually how Sam and I met. Was, yeah. uh, it was, I think, both of our second time viewing The Green Knight. Yeah. Uh, and the first time that I saw it, I saw it with Jack Mazza here. So this yeah. is... Uh, a Green Knight crew. It is. Exactly. So for the uneducated in the room, me, what is A24? Oh, A24, uh, brothers, an American uh, film distributor. Mm-hmm. Uh, studio. S- sometimes they'll act as a studio as, uh, for certain projects. But a lot of times what they'll do is they'll find uh, independent filmmakers and then pick up their films for distribution. Got it. And they tend to make very artsy, um, sometimes abstract, uh, very um, movies that are fun to talk about. Usually yeah. cause a lot of discussion and discourse. So I, I just recently left the Facebook, but... Uh, it's uh, just dropped the the. It's cleaner. <laughs> the... One of the one of my favorite groups was A twenty four film group, and one of the memes that would happen a lot in that group was people would post movies that weren't distributed by A twenty four, and they would ask, "Is this A twenty four vibes?" That's really dumb, Michael. That's hilarious. I'm literally busting a gut over here. How funny that was! All right, yeah. Well, it's Facebook. You have to set your expectations on the floor. So yeah. Even lower than that. Probably. But we could talk about The Green Knight a little bit if you wanted. Yeah, just give a little taste of what what our discussions will be like. Michael, you've seen it the most. You've seen it four or five times? Uh, I've seen it four times. So that was three times in theater Mm -hmm. and then one time at my house. Uh, And that was A24 does virtual screenings of their films sometimes before they're, they're released for rentals or to be owned. Yeah. And... Uh, they had advertised it with that there was going to be a Q&A with some of the crew after, but it ended up just being a special of Ralph Ineson uh, reading and I think smoking <laughs> uh, from a pipe. Old Toby. Yeah. It's very Tolkien-ish. So, it was Okay, fun. so you've seen it four times. I saw it three times in theaters, and then you invited me to the fourth time, and I thought to myself... That'd be fun. I think three is enough for me. Uh, have you just seen it the one time? Yeah, just the one time with Michael. Okay. So I think it's, at least for me and Michael, I know it's our favorite film of the year so far. Really? Unless it's not. Uh, it, it It's up there. So at the beginning of the year, I really wanted Sound of Metal to win Best Picture. And The Green Knight is the first film that I watched this year that like, rose to that same well, level. Green, the Sound of Metal is very confusing because on Letterboxd, I think it's listed as a 2019 release and then it was released in 2020. Like, I think it got a wide release in 2020 and it was in those then in that Oscar campaign. So I, it's not a 2021 release. Okay, well, I wasn't being that specific. I was just, uh, I, I was talking about the, the year 2021 as Michael Lamb experiences. Oh, because you saw the year Mike, 2021 as films are distributed. I gotcha. So you only saw Sound of Metal in 2021. Yeah. Gotcha. I was just talking about films release. Gotcha. Yeah. That makes the sense. The M. Lamb experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think what you'll come to learn, Sam, is that I'm very selfish. Michael views <laughs> yes. the entire world so different. 
He's not like other guys. Well, it's Michael's world, and we're just he's living quirky. in it. <laughs> I'm he's different. kind of a crackhead. <laughs> is, it, hey, is it quirky girl hours? Is it past time? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've reached it. Uh, yeah, so we're recording this podcast here at the Fairview Sound. Uh, my friend Brennan White uh, agreed to, to help us audio engineer some... Uh, some, re- some crispy re- recording crispy sounds uh, for, awesome for your setup. ear pleasures. Uh, so, Sam, uh, I kind of wanted to circle back to to what you were talking about, which was our our future plans. Um, I, I originally had more written down, uh, but thanks to Apple and the stupid iCloud, I've lost some of those plans. So now I'm trying to figure out where to actually put the information in a place where I can trust it. Uh, it will still be there. Nothing like pen and paper. Nothing like pen and paper, but that doesn't upload to the cloud super easy. So, uh, yeah, we've talked about having guests. I've collected a number of top 20 lists on Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's fun for me to go through and see, you know, I, I only ask people to send me a list of, of their top 20 favorite movies if... I am actually interested in it. Uh, and, and you have so to find that person interesting first. I have to find that person interesting first. I, ha- I have to believe that, that they actually put some thought into the movies that they choose mm-hmm. uh, to watch. It's a, there's a lot of people who just don't really care. The, they just want to have something on uh, just to watch, or they you know, really just prefer sports or some other sort of programming. They're just not, you know, my type of person. I'm not knocking them. They're just, they're not who I'm looking to talk to about movies. It is interesting looking at those top 20 lists. And even I know I don't have a top 20 list yet that I've narrowed down, but just my list of favorite movies and looking at the difference between ones that I would consider actually like the greatest films ever made, like from a, whether that's technical or story standpoint. And then you have the movies on there that you're like, this is so nostalgic for me, and it was... Uh, it was important to you for a reason. Yeah, yeah. like N- National Treasure is probably on my favorites list. You're telling me that wasn't a technical masterpiece? <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it is a National Treasure. Uh, Nick Cage is a National Treasure. It's been stated many times, but... God bless Nick Cage. I mean, National Treasure, sadly, um, is not going to win any Academy Awards. Maybe the sequel, Book of Secrets, would. Um, I know I still got that that DVD somewhere. But, you know, that's a nostalgic one. That's one that I can pop on and have a ton of fun with. Um, And then there's other things like Lord of the Rings that I genuinely consider incredible movies. I think a lot of people would agree with you on that, too. Yeah. Looking at over the top 20 lists that you've collected, there's a lot of Lord of the Rings on there. Well, that's because I know a lot of nerds. Yeah. Uh, You know a lot of good people. uh, I also just happen to love nerds because I am one of them. So... Top twenty episodes, I think, will be fun because yeah. we'll, it'll be a cool way for other Jacksonians to get to know each other. Agreed. Uh, I, I would also love to have some episodes where uh, Sam, where where you kind of bring m- more film and analysis conversation, uh, like a more technical, in depth review, mm-hmm. like that. And would also love to get connected with Mississippi filmmakers. Uh, anybody who's you know, in, in the industry and wants to come and talk to us. You could awesome. bring in some of the people you met through the, the film judging competition you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got some good connections there. Michael Lamb was a judge for the Magnolia Film Festival. Magnolia International, right? Uh, Magnolia Independent Film Festival. Independent. Uh, I think it, they're in their 25th year now. 
or 29th. It's been a long time, but it started in Starkville. Mm-hmm. There's a story behind there, and I really wish that I knew that story mm. to tell right now. Well, you could bring somebody off there and have them on the podcast. That's true. Yeah, I do have a fun fact. What about the Magnolia Film Festival? And that is that a few years ago, I submitted a short film there, and uh, it did not get accepted. Oh. And now I'm starting to wonder if Michael was a judge and he saw it <laughs> and he foresaw our friendship and podcast partnership and said, "No chance, I'm accepting this." He 100 percent did. Michael's kind of that that kind of guy. Very spiteful. And I think we'll see that as we continue the podcast. <laughs> The, Could agree more. The ability to see the future is not something that I possess. Well, not a forte of yours. No. No, I can barely tell you what's going to happen tomorrow. I think that's just foresight, bad foresight on your end. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick thing. I actually, now you guys that got me thinking about movies again. Um, Matrix. Any thoughts? On the trailer, are you guys Matrix fans? So, because I know there's been a lot of hype around it. Right. I, I really enjoyed the first one, and I know that a lot of people didn't like it as much. But I think the second one is actually a pretty good ins- second installment. I think it is better action scenes than the first. Uh, mm-hmm. And the third one loses me. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm really unsure whether or not a fourth movie is necessary. But I'm still gonna go see it. Because it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. And the opportunity to explore like younger versions of characters that I, you know, kind of care about. Uh, yeah. it'll, it'll be something to talk about. Yeah, I would agree. I think, uh, in my opinion, a, a reason why that came to such pop, maybe why it came to fruition is the explosion of popularity in Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That John he Wick. He blew up. He blew up with John Wick and. A lot of people probably went back and like, who is this guy? And either, or they knew him from the Matrix earlier on. And I think that's probably one of the big reasons why they started it back up. Yeah. I actually haven't watched the trailer because um, I watched the first movie once, um, actually in like the heart of quarantine last year. Mm -hmm. So I was just watching a bunch of movies, like several movies a day. And so I kind of, there's kind of a weird Twilight Zone thing where, I watched so many movies that I don't remember a lot of them very well. So like, I know I liked the matrix, um, but it definitely deserves a rewatch and I haven't seen the second or third. So I didn't want to watch the trailer for the fourth. I may try and it comes out in December, November, Mm -hmm. something like that. Something like that. So I may try and watch the next two just to be able to see the fourth, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, if you watch the first and then watch the trailer for the fourth, you're not, that's what I've heard. It's just anything. as a completionist, I would like to be able to say, like, I've, yeah. yeah, I did not just go from one to four. So I remember that one comes out, I think, the week before Christmas. Okay. And then Christmas Day, the new Joel Cohen film comes out. Which you're very excited about. I'm very excited about it. This How was, many times did you watch the trailer the day okay, it came the, out? <laughs> the, 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 the movie that I'm talking about is The Tragedy of Macbeth. It's a, another A24 film. We're definitely going to be talking about them a lot on the podcast, I'm mm-hmm. sure. They'd like and to sponsor. That'd be amazing. This uh, the trailer. Uh, I think it's it's four by three. Uh, the the ratio is and four by three black and white. It's black and white, which is just and a it, film. It, it's Denzel Washington as Macbeth, oh. which is very intriguing. And then Francis McDormand as Lady mm-hmm. Macbeth, which is super intriguing. And and it's a uh, Cohen, which is super intriguing. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I, I ended up putting the trailer on a loop, and I watched it probably 30 times, and the, the trailer just 
comes in right underneath a minute. Uh, and, and I think the reason why I, I found it so addicting was because there's just this beat that happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's only one line that's spoken in the film uh, or in the trailer. I was about to say, whoa, what? Uh, so it's a very rhythmic uh, experience. <laughs> it is a very rhythmic experience. And, and I think that that's what drew me into it. I did the same thing when the Lighthouse trailer came out. Lighthouse is an incredible Both trailer. of those Man, trailers so good. were so freaking good. I love a good trailer. What's a timber man got to do with being a wiki? <laughs> so good. Why just spell your beans? We should just quote the rest of the movie for the rest of this podcast. Uh, yeah. Should we Bok, just... dog. No DMCA Bok. here. <laughs> I think said Bogdad. I was like, what is that? We're uh, not going political. You guys just want to go through and maybe say a movie we're excited about for the rest of the year or something? Uh-huh. I don't know how to... I don't. I mean, yeah. we don't want to just drag this thing out because this is just an introduction episode, but... Give everybody a little taste of what it's yeah. going to be like. Yeah, a little. It's free flow. Little. Exactly. Brennan, was that good in your ears? You like that? <laughs> he really liked that. Hey, Brennan, can you, can you pull up a picture of that? <laughs> hey, Jimmy, pull that up. I don't I don't know what's happening right now. You don't need to know. So, Well, how do you guys want to bring this thing to a close then? I feel like we should have a good little closer. We can pick a film we all uh, want to see this year. Okay. End it out. And just, how about that? Okay. You want to start uh, us? Yeah, I'll go first. I would say... Uh, my most anticipated movie for the rest of the year, and probably for a while, uh, is Dune. Very excited about Dune. Uh, it's getting great buzz. Um, despite having HBO Max, and I will have the ability to watch it for free as many times as I want over the course of the month that it comes out, um, I will be seeing it in IMAX multiple times and paying what is probably like 20 bucks a ticket, just because I would love, love for it to get a sequel because it's the plan was for it to be part one and part two. So um, I plan on trying to support that as much as possible before my common sense tells me to stop. Um, but the cast is amazing. Uh, incredible director, uh, Denis Villeneuve, uh, has made some incredible films. Michael, I believe you're watching through his filmography right now to prep for Dune, uh, or at least that's what I remember you telling me. Uh, so yeah, I'd say Dune. Very excited about Dune. Yeah. That, uh, I, think that'll be a good one. I, I do nothing about it. And I just saw it. And I was like, wow. Yeah. The rest of October is packed. Like every weekend, there's at least one movie coming out that I'm very excited about. So I'm going to be spending a lot of money at the movie theater this month. But Dune is the number one. Yeah. I think I already talked about the one that, that I'm excited about, which is the new Joel Cohen uh, film club this year opened our first public event in the theaters with No Country for Old Men. So. Uh, I'm kind of hoping that maybe our final event for the year can be that'd be awesome. Uh, another Cohen movie, and me, the basic boy of the group, uh, not and not classic a, Chad. Exactly, <laughs> I'm the, I'm the Sigma male. Um, I'm not into this film as you guys are. I do enjoy a good movie. Uh, I really want to see Venom. Came out two two three days ago. Mm-hmm. I really like the first one. So I saw it last night. If you like the first one, you'll definitely like, like second the second one. Sweet. I heard that it's mostly a rom-com. Yeah, it's a very different dynamic. It definitely, really? Did it, takes it change director? Yeah. Uh, it's Andy Serkis, who, fun fact, was Smeagol, Gollum, uh, Caesar from Planet of the Apes, and now he's also a director at times. But, uh, yeah, it's much more took themselves less seriously, which I think was for the better. I wasn't a big fan of the first one, so I wasn't a big fan of the second one either. Uh, but it does have an incredible post credit scene. that. Oh, okay. incredible. Like, can't miss? 
I mean, that's, that's it's worth Marvel YouTubing. Movies. If you're not going to watch the movie, you need to YouTube the post credit scene if you're going to continue watching superhero movies, which is the only taste I'll give. Yeah. Dang. The Marvel movies be hitting hard with the post credits. They oh, do. Yeah. I, I always get very frustrated when they waste it. Because, you know, you sit through and it's the whole point is that it's going to tease the next movie. And so when it's kind of just a flop, yeah. I'm like whatever, but post credit scenes are very exciting for me. But they, Marvel movies, uh, I will get, we'll get down this, but Marvel movies have made me stay in other movies just to see if there's post credits. Because I, yeah. I feel like they've kind of like really brought that as a thing. Yeah, set the standard. I agree. Okay. I think that we've had a lot of good conversation. Look forward to the Jackson Film Club podcast. Uh, we, we haven't come up with a release schedule yet, but we do plan uh, to record in batches of three. And so we'll come up with uh, some sort of release schedule once we've got more content to deliver to you. Uh, as we've mentioned earlier in the episode, check us out on social media. We're on Instagram at JXN Film Club. Uh, you can also sign up for our mailing lists on our website, jxnfilm.club. Thank you guys for hanging out and talking. Yeah, to everybody that made it to the end, you're a real one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're a real, you're a real film fiend. I agree. Film Club Podcast is hosted by Michael Lamb. Sam Grave. Jack Manzo. And our audio engineer is Brennan White of the Fairview Sound. He's the best. He's very best. Indeed. That was like a PBS outro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>